You're now listening to the Contemporary Equity Podcast with your host, Garen. One of the defining features of our present-day market is the top-heavy nature of the art trade, with a small number of businesses and artists at the very high-end dominating values, despite the fact that most of the transactions and the majority of the businesses are at the middle and lower end. The high end has always dominated, but the gap between the top and everything else has become much wider in recent years. The expansion of this divide continued in 2018 and seems likely to do so, at least in the medium term. This could have a number of effects on the market. There has been a massive growth in global sales over the past 20 years. From a low point of $10 billion in 1991 to the peak in 2014 of $68 billion, the market grew over 600%. However, the combination of high-performing top-end with more sluggish growth in other segments has meant that the annual changes are becoming more subdued than they could be. From a macro perspective, as long as auction houses and dealers can feed the market with adequate high-end supply, it is likely that positive growth will continue. But the new reality of an extremely thin market at the top puts obvious restraints on the size of the growth from year to year. Over the past few years, we have seen very clearly that sales are not only tied to the supply, but also to the wider political and economic context, and that this can have a significant influence on both sellers' plans and discretionary spending. Although many of the banking systems worldwide are in a better sh- are in better shape than they were 10 years ago when the last financial crisis struck, everyone knows what I'm talking about, many businesses in the art trade have concerns about the effects of the economy and politics in the future with many of the risks they will face over the next few years possibly being exacerbated by toxic politics, trade wars, potentially reduced cross-border cooperation, and constrained central bank policies. Because the buoyancy in the market has been supported by very by a very small fragment of ultra-wealthy buyers in recent years, the risk of exogenous events affecting their plans is much higher than if the base of buyers was broader. While the expanding middle classes in developing regions could help broaden and diversify the base of art buyers, this depends heavily on the increasing engagement with the market, with positive effects so far feeding in very slowly to most businesses. The challenges of continuing of continuing to operate in a fundamentally changing market in a highly unpredictable macroeconomic environment have meant that many businesses in the art market have had to review their business models. Many are therefore keenly looking for innovative innovative ways to cut costs and enhance revenues, focusing on improving what is in their control and learning to accept a less predictable future. As more sales move online, the traditional divide between auction versus dealer is in everything but the top tier of the resale market is conceivably becoming less relevant. The neat historical 
divide between auctions acting as agents and dealers as principals is already non-existent as dealers now often no longer act as principals while auctions are increasingly engaged in private sales. But we could see a future where most businesses, auction houses and dealers who deal in in anything but the high end carry out most of sale of their sales online with margins under increasing pressure and the cost of spaces and staffing so high traditional auctioneering and dealing in the middle and lower ends of the market may become less feasible where the divide is likely to continue and competition possibly escalate is at the very top end of the market. In this top tier, the auction house has an advantage of providing more transparency as well as the potential for unexpected upside for vendors. While this is a great attraction in buoyant markets, that transparency poses significant risks in market downturns or when there's a generally pessimistic climate for sales. Another attraction of the auction sector has been the ability to entice vendors through providing different kinds of financial assistance. However, these practices in some cases significantly eroded margins and may be another reason why it's likely that the larger houses may abandon lower end sales in the future, either sending them to online subsidiaries of their companies or simply only focusing on high end sales and exiting the middle and lower markets entirely in order to try to cut the substantial cost of spaces and staffing. This could have a significant negative side effect for the market in that it could obscure prices in these segments because the auction sector remains the only publicly available barometer of individual transaction prices due to the fact that many online auction companies persist in the opaque and regressive practice of obscuring sales results. The information in this podcast was compiled from online databases such as Artsy, ArtPrice, and ArtNet. The databases were verified against auction catalogs to ensure accurate reporting, detailed analysis, and clear interpretation.